rolling. This is it. Episode 468. No Laugh Track podcast here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. I'm Justin Severson, who gets to host this thing each and every week, talking to mostly the headliners occasionally, a feature occasionally, a retired comic. We've got go back, you'll find some of those. Uh, right now, the headliner, someone who has been on this podcast, I think this might be actually four or five now, Kermit Apio. I think so. Yeah. I think it's about a four. Mm-hmm. And uh, am I am I still headliner or retired comic? Which one am I right now? <laughs> Currently <so> many... <laughs> headliner. Currently headliner. Okay. Uh, after Saturday. Yeah, you, we'll see. You tell me. <laughs> we'll see. That's right. I don't know. <laughs> Jury's still out on that I, one. I think still headliner, but uh, th- that's up to you, I guess. How are you? How has it been? I'm doing. I'm doing great. I'm just happy to be out working again. You know, it's uh, it was a it was a tough time not working. So yeah, I'm really happy to be here. The last time that we did this was uh, over three years ago, Kermit. Wow. January 2019, episode 324. It's been a while. Wow, it has been a while. Yeah, and I was booked here April of 2020 and uh, and really held on to my airline ticket for the longest time. I really just thought, you know, in March, I thought, who knows, right? I might still make it out there, you know, and everything. And uh, yeah, I had my airline ticket till mid-April. For, okay. Uh, oh, no, first week of April. I held on to it. I was I had the radio on the way over here, and they were doing some story about airlines, and there's going to be some big. Everything always work out with you in the last two years with refunds and everything, and getting all those, all these people have had so many issues with yeah. uh, flights. Did yeah, you have any I a mean, lot of troubles? Or you just stayed home. I I, I did. I stayed <laughs> home a lot, and um, and uh, yeah, for the most part, I was able to get things done. But and you know, I think it's one of those things where when you fly a lot, they're more willing to kind of work with you you know what i mean and i i hate saying that because it sounds so you know what i mean I, I don't mean to sound like that that way like i'm a frequent flyer i'm a silver you know what I, you know what i mean like I, <laughs> but yeah so it's pretty easy to deal with everything luckily yeah that's good yeah that's good did you see the uh, other breaking news we have this morning which one? Oh, which one i don't yeah. know well i'm gonna give you one and maybe you have it you can top it with something better <laughs> monkey pox is now a public health emergency it is now a public health emergency so the uh right so the um so the post-podcast kiss is out. We're not doing it anymore? It's not out. Okay. All right. I'm just <laughs> checking. I don't want to break the tradition because of some scare. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I want me some Justin at the end of this. Oh, my God. So before we started recording today, uh, you, were, you, know, you were briefly catching up with, yeah. you know, with, uh, with each other, and I was giving you an update on my family, and I was saying, like, I have a daughter who's just about to turn three. So at night, this just reminded me of this. Um, you know, the goodnight kiss. Good night, honey. Right. Well, she plays like very, you know, I'm dad, so like everything's a joke, right? So like, <laughs> hey, hey, kiss, look, kiss. And then she'll, you know, push me away or look. Now the way I finally get, this is like the strangest, it's so bizarre and it has to end soon. But now she, uh, my wife will be holding her and I'm standing next to them and my daughter will put her hand behind my head and have me and my wife kiss. Oh. And then she leans in and oh, joins. So cute. Yes. Oh, it's cute so and so weird. Yeah, it is a little weird, but you got to let that go and just. She d- yeah. I will say she doesn't like nail the placement. <laughs> it's more like cheek. Or one time I pulled away and her mouth was open on my wife's chin, <laughs> which is so weird. Anyway, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I. Uh, you got you got to learn that uh, on your own, I guess, how to kiss properly. <laughs> right. uh, you know, you know, some kids, uh, you know, you practice on your arm or whatever when you're uh, 12 years old. She's <laughs> right, practicing on her parents. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. So anyway, so uh, uh, what I'm saying is the kiss is still on. Okay. Yeah. Then then let's do that. Yeah. And let's yeah, monkey pox. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> but I do. I just. I mean, I got. Oh my god. I hope I'm bringing it up. You know, half tongue in cheek. But my god, are we? I really do hope we don't have to worry about something else again. Like I know. We, like, you know, where you don't have, where I don't see you again for three years because all the shows are canceled. You right. Know? Like, I mean, my right. goodness, we can't have that. And I mean, I, I, I mean, look, everybody had their problems, but there's something about comedians who can't afford traditional therapy, not being able to go on stage. That's a really tough thing to go through twice in a couple of years. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> like, no kidding. My family doesn't want to hear every joke I have. They want you, everybody else to hear it, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> the, yeah, they're, uh, are they asking for new talent? Somebody else is going to come to yeah. town. Dad. Who, who does Beat the it. bookings here at the house? Beat it. <laughs> uh, Mike Kaplan was here last week, and we talked a little bit about the, the gigantic um, – lottery power jackpot or whatever where it was a billion and then you after taxes you get twenty five dollars yeah did you buy did you buy a ticket do you go for that stuff did you I, buy a i normally don't but obviously in that I, yes i mean I, I bought and and what i realize is it is that you buy it just for that that drive home of of thinking about it that's what you're buying yeah. right and um but i did i don't normally buy it but yeah man when it got over a certain amount i, I did and just drove home thinking what i would do and who i would crush that's <laughs> i'm surprised my mind went there because I kind of oh. thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll put a Slurpee machine in my bedroom, you know, that kind of thing. Yes. But that, <laughs> but that kind of stuff gave way to who I would just ruin. I would just, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know I had that in me. Wow, wow! <laughs> you do need to get back to therapy, Kermit. I think so. I think so. I got to get back to comedy or therapy, either one. <laughs> yes, some some uh, combination of both. Clearly, oh, that's very funny. Uh, well, obviously, you didn't win, so because you're here. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Would you have been loyal to, to Lewis after all these years if you uh, ended up a billionaire on you know on Friday? Would you is, still show up at Acme? Is he here? Yes. 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 Is he- <laughs> <laughs> no one would blame me. I would have. I would have. I, I, I would have been here. And uh, of course, I, you know, might have mailed it in. That would you know be. I mean? You would be a retirement, <laughs> right? That would yeah, be the farewell. Right. Farewell week with Kermit. <laughs> and now I'm going to read a comic book, everybody. Just sit and relax. Enjoy your drinks. Was it, <laughs> what, you know, if you knew, the, let's just play that out. Let's say you knew, you know, you're known for being clean. We've talked right. about that in the past. If you had one final show and people were like, come on, oh. let it go. No, no, I wouldn't because because working clean isn't isn't a, a financial thing. Like I, it is it is true that you get to work gigs that 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 other comics don't get to work. Right when you work clean, you get you get a lot more corporate stuff and and everything. Although not cruise ships anymore. Yeah, because now cruise a, a lot of cruise ships now they're having these late shows. So they do the the regular family show at eight, and then they do a, a an adult show. And I'm not kidding. My cruise ship agent, I called him and we, t- we were talking, and he said, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna believe this, but you're too clean for cruise ships now." <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah. So they want an adult show, and and um, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, so so working clean does get you a lot of a lot of gigs. So, but it was never a financial thing. It, it was it was basically because if if you if you do dirty stuff. There's a lot more smoke and mirrors to be had. There's a lot more, and I'm an intrinsically lazy person. So the reason I chose to do this is, uh, well, first of all, a lot of my favorite comedians just happen to work clean, but but really mainly was because it made me work a bit harder, hmm. right? Because when you're young at comedy, unless you have a really truly gifted comic mind, it's hard to see the difference between a good dirty joke and a bad one, right? 
be, because because the shock value of the words have some sort of effect on the audience. Sure, sure. So I, I was uh, uh, it, it was a way for me to say say okay if I just put these restrictions on writing the bit, I might work harder at finding out what I think is funny about that bit. And it actually did work. It was one of the few early 20s decisions I made that I actually am proud of. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So, so that, no, I would still, I would still work clean. I would just work less. Yeah. You know, there'd be a lot, there'd be a lot of gigs. I'd go, Hey, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you know? For sure. Now, so as we talked about in the past, people that know you and the people that don't, I'm telling them right now, you were uh, born and raised in Hawaii. Yep. And then now you uh, live in Seattle. Yep. And have for how long? Uh, I went to college in in '85, so it's been thirty-seven years. So wow, since college, yeah, thirty-seven years. Yeah. Now let's we'll play it out again. Let's say you you know now you have un, this unlimited supply of money to do whatever you want. Would you stay in Seattle? Would you ever move back to Hawaii? Would you uh, find a place in uh, a suburb of Minneapolis? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> On a lake. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, Are you where you want to be, or would it would money no. change that? I considerably. I, sh- I should be in Brainerd more. I've always said that. <laughs> I've always said. Yeah. <laughs> I really love Seattle. I would be there, but certainly I would have a place in Hawaii for January, uh, because it's not so much the rain. We get the same amount of rain as New York and Houston. Um, it's the clouds. Is it to, to go without seeing the sun for three weeks? It's a little insane. It's a bit nuts. And you get used to it. And and now I should say this, I get to travel, so I oftentimes try and book a California, Vegas, or Hawaii around around January, February. Yeah. So I I do get to go chase the sun. But if you're just there all the time, it's a little tricky. So yeah, yeah I would definitely have something in Hawaii. And plus, you know, the the family, uh, food and everything. You know, I love Hawaii, but but Seattle is a great place to live. Yeah. 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 Do uh, I saw you? You're going back. Soon, like in a week or so, to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. My son has a my son has a college visit, a campus visit at the uh, University of Hawaii. What? Yeah, yeah. Which I did not know he was uh, he was thinking about. Yeah, my my son is very much a mainland kid, but he threw that at me, and so we're gonna go see family and and I and I, I put together a show, so I'll do I'll do a show there, and uh, I'll walk around the UH campus with my son. Wow. Yeah. How? I mean, just between you and me, how much? Would it be great if he went there? Or, um, what do you think? No, do you I want mean, that it'd, to happen. It'd be great because he'd have he'd have home cooked meals every weekend. He's got you know my mom, my aunties, they're all there. They'd be taking care of him. He's um, gonna do this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the only thing for me is uh, wow, the airfares in the last okay. two years. Well, that's what I'm. I won't yeah. see him. My, my daughter's in college in Oregon with four about a four hour drive. Okay, which is just far enough that she my, my daughter's whole thing about when she was looking for colleges is she didn't want to be close enough to Seattle that my wife could pop in. <laughs> that was her whole thing. Like, just, just, she didn't want the mom, you know, smothering. And so she's four hours away, which is just far enough for independence, but I get to go down to her volleyball games or her track meets in the spring. You know, I get to, awesome. I get to just drive down there if I have a weekend off or whatever. And, um, but if my son goes to Hawaii, it'd be great for him and, and my relatives, but boy, to see him would be really difficult. And, and Christmas time flying to and from Hawaii is impossible. So I mean, oh, it's, it's so going, expensive, right? right. So, so expensive. we'd be shelling out a lot of money to get him home for Christmas, but I, I would be, I would be happy if he went though. Yeah. yeah. Your daughter's doing college sports. Yeah. She, volleyball and track. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm really proud of her. Look, she just finished two years of college. That breaks my record. 
by about a year and three months. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, by three months. I did about a year, about just a little over a year and a half. So, so she already broke my record. There. And I didn't, I didn't play sports. I was going to say, did you, do any, you didn't do any sports. No, I didn't. I, I, I might have been able to, but it wasn't just on my radar. Drinking team. I sure enjoyed that. The college I, drinking yeah, team, right? yeah. which is only an intramural sport at <laughs> University of Washington. Yeah, okay. It's not. A, it's not an accredited sport. Oh. Um, Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so many, so many uh, potential professionals. There. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, uh, she's she's playing volleyball in the fall and uh, 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 throwing javelin and hammer in the spring. Wow. So, yeah. Really proud of her. Wow. Yeah. Javelin and hammer. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But I will say, uh, I did something very similar. Uh, that I had that same attitude, like for college. I didn't even know why. I went to Minnesota Duluth. I grew up in St. Paul. It was far, but not too far. I mean, right. it was the same thing. Right. You know, not four hours, two, give or take. Speed limits raised like 20 miles per hour since I was <laughs> in college, so you can get there a lot faster yep. legally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed just a little bit. Anyway, uh, one more thing I want to uh, bring up that just I just saw on the, yesterday, was driving around. I want your thoughts on this. Um, is this a lazy... Uh, what's it? I think it's a genius business, but is this a uh, what does this say about society? Maybe uh, it was a sticker on the back of a truck advertising their business, and they do gift wrapping and gift hiding. And it's called the name of the company. I don't know. I'm not gonna give them free advertising, but it was like Santa's Helper or something <laughs> like that. You know, basically it was like first of all, for my first thought was kids could see this. Kids old enough to read maybe don't know about Santa might be going. What, what do you mean Santa's Helper and you're hiding gifts? First of all, that seemed. Uh, oh wait, so oh so I see. So if you have gifts that you're going to give the kids, you can you leave it at their them place. With these people, yes, this business. <laughs> Yes, now you get it. So first of all, I'm thinking, my house. I, let just let it be known right now. I also am running this business. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Bring. Do, do you not have a relative who can just hold on to the, the stuff? Right. I mean, I like who's are is somebody actually making money off yeah, this? Yeah. Oh, and if so, I want to get in on that. There's. <laughs> you imagine your life where there isn't a four by four foot block of area that you could put gifts in. Like, yeah. just imagine that, or that, and nobody you know has that. Mm-hmm. That that you you would need that service. Like, I I need to pay someone to hold gifts. But you're right. That's genius. Let's let's get into this. Yeah. Because if there's a market, man, that's. I, I, I'm very surprised. I mean, I, I'm guessing the gift wrapping is more the the money maker. <laughs> I mean, it has to be. That I'm actually guessing. takes some, you know, time and skill. I guess <laughs> it takes some skill. Some, you know, it does. Some it are does better than others, skill. certainly. Yeah. yeah, it does take skill. But yeah. man, I cannot. I cannot imagine. Uh huh. So whatever they're charging, I'm a dollar less. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll I'll deliver yeah. whatever you want. We'll meet somewhere in a yeah. public spot. I don't I don't care. And then put me in a security guard outfit and standing right next to the sure, door and sure. say it's it's safe, it's guarded, right? I have a guy who's right there That's the right. whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just walking around my garage. Wow, we have we have businesses that do that cover things that don't need to be covered. Yes, I guess that's a good way to put it. Uh huh. All right. Uh huh. I I was. It, it caught my eye. I, I, I was amazed. Well, I, I'm I'm going to start a business where what we do is, um, if you have a drink on your table, I help you lift it the first six inches, and then you do the rest and drink. Yeah. Oh. So just why not? You know, because that okay. first that's the toughest six inches because that's the longest route to your mouth. 
I so want to see you incorporate that while during your set. Oh, uh, that's what Acme. I mean. It's like yeah. during okay. the show. Yeah, I kneel down. I help. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> sure. That's my my new service now. Because apparently, <laughs> apparently, everything's uh, available to be paid for. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have your uh, little Venmo card out. <laughs> yes. You know what to do. As <laughs> soon as I see the little ping, I'm mm-hmm. going to come over and lift a drink for you. That's right. <laughs> uh, how was last night back at Acme? For the first time it in was, years, it was fun. Yeah, it's so great to be here and um, and and working with two really funny people uh, who I've not seen. So it was it was a uh, great uh, uh, James uh, James Stanley James Stanley and uh, Linda Aaron's, and both really creative and very funny and very different. The three of us are very different. That's one thing that I love about working Acme is that there, there's a lot of effort put into the whole show, um, and. Um, and, and that and that you see every time I'm here, it's it's really a fun lineup where you where you can kind of see that there's something for everybody, yeah. you know. And I love that. One time, one time I was working at a club. This is years ago. I was working at a club, and they put out like a a two month flyer schedule, right? Mm-hmm. And and so the schedule would had a had a rating that way it would help people, um, you know, kind of like a movie rating, okay. right? So on the two month schedule, I am the only PG. Everything else is R to X to you know triple x or whatever and so i'm the only pg so i think that well that's great that'll that'll kind of help me as far as like if, if this week does well it bodes well for them to bring me back yeah right yeah, yeah so the first night i'm watching and the feature act is filthy right just filthy and so i'm watching people walk out right and um the second night same thing and the owner just he comes up to me and goes i don't know what's going on man i you know everybody's everybody's all mad at you know and I said, well, yeah, because you you advertise this as a PG show, and um, and 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 he goes, yeah, but we mean the headliner. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying, like, and I'm not kidding. That's exactly what he said. We mean the headliner. And I said, uh-huh. I said, I said, well, um, if you took your kids to watch a Disney movie and the trailer was for pornos, <laughs> I mean. And like he just did not get what I was thinking. Like, so if you're going to book a PG show and, and advertise that way, just book a PG show. Right? Yeah. Just just bring in a feature who can you know, or don't, or don't say anything. Right. Let let me be the person who lets them know there's you know, and then and then if they follow me, then they might know that when I come back, it'll be a clean show. But don't 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 advertise the whole show as PG and then somehow think it's their fault for getting mad about the feature. You know, so. well, he performs nude, but the material's clean. <laughs> yeah, it just talks about airline food while naked. Yeah, that exactly. is clean. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was it was really funny. So, so the one thing I really enjoy about about working here is that is that um, the, the acts are different. They're they're um, they 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 cover a lot of bases, and but but they work really well together. You couldn't make it to town for the thirtieth uh, anniversary last fall. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. So, man, I felt so bad. And I should say, before I tell you this, I came close to, but I would have had to cancel a uh, uh, a USO trip entertaining in, in the Middle East. And uh, Well, fine, I, know, I guess. I know. But, but, you know, it makes me feel even more guilty. Uh, it was for the Saudi Arabian troops. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't paid. And I wasn't paid. I felt terrible. And I paid for the flight. Uh, I'm sorry, Acme. I, I can't miss this. <laughs> I'm entertaining the live tour. Um, 
<laughs> so, not so bad. <laughs> no, I, so I was doing a, a, a USO tour, which had been um, which had been canceled in COVID, and so this was the rebooking, and so I had, I had had it on the books for you know about a year. Yeah, and I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't cancel it. And 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 plus two is that it was my first one. I mean, I've been doing comedy for thirty years, and I'd never done. A USO tour. Oh, I just I've traveled. When you said that, I'm like, oh, it's probably three or four. You done? Yeah, okay. I, oh, wow. I've traveled overseas to do like regular shows, but never one for at the bases. And so, uh, uh, and so, I, I really was looking forward to it, and I, I felt so bad because I was here for the 10 year anniversary. I was here for the 20, and um, and I was honored that Lewis asked me to come out to the 30th. But I, man, I couldn't cancel that. And and it wound up being a really uh, a really amazing trip. I mean, just to just to go and um, meet these people who are really appreciative that you made the trip. What was right? the, give me one uh, bad part of, of, doing, of doing that trip. There's gotta be something that was like, oh, this was terrible. Oh, um, you know, there weren't too many bad parts. Uh, th- there was a- there Maybe was, a rule or accommodations. That's or, it. Th- yeah. There was one base that wasn't near any hotels. It wasn't near anything. It was, you just driving through a desert and all of a sudden there's a base. And so we were we were staying in a thing that it kind of looked like a Twinkie. It was like a it was like a tan, like a, a tent kind of situation, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and and there's no walls really. It's just they kind of separate it with kind of tent cloth, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. And um, and it was really cold at night. Uh, and that's the thing about going to the the desert in November. The days are great. They're like seventy degrees, but at night it gets really chilly. Yeah. And um. And so, uh, so it's, and you get a little like it, like the proverbial, the light bulb hanging from the, from the ceiling, you know, from the rafter and you got to pull the chain. Yes. That was, so no Wi-Fi, no anything. We're just sitting there in, you know, me and the other comics just, you know, we could talk through our quote unquote rooms because it was just canvas you know, separating us. Um, that was tough. Cause that was, you know, the beds weren't very comfortable and, and, uh, and, and it was, it was just, it was cold and. Uh, so a couple of those places, but, but I should say, then there are other bases that one base has a really nice hotel because they have a lot of visitors. Oh, okay. So they have an on-base hotel. So that was great. It was a really, really nice, uh, you know, and, and, and so, but we had just two nights where the accommodations were tough. But when you realize there are people that, that are going to be in these things for months, years, maybe, you know what I mean? They're going to live in these, in these Twinkies, <laughs> you know, I don't know how better to describe them. I'm sure that's a military term. Yeah, that's right. Live in, live in the Twinkie, um, and uh, and they. But, but when you when you think about that, then you're like, okay, I'm here one night. Yeah, that's. I'm not going to complain, right? For sure. And and so we were all three of us. They were like, so how about how's the accommodation? We're like, it's great, it's awesome. You yeah. know, I'm not going to complain. Right, you guys right. have to be here all the time. You know, and um, so accommodations were the hardest part, but they were, they were welcoming. Um, they were they were happy to have us there. You know, and uh, it was. Did you? Did they have you put on like a helmet and stuff when you're? No, uh, we didn't really have to do that. Um, those are only if you if you go out in into field stuff. You like didn't we do did that. a couple things where we went out to where they had a demo for us, but we weren't anywhere near it. Oh, okay. Like, you know, they. Um, Here, want to shoot a gun? Yeah, right, right. For those kind of things, you do have to wear, but we didn't have to uh, uh, for anything we did. So. Sure. So, would you do it again? Yeah, I I want to. I want to. It's uh, although it's a it's a little weird because uh. When you do certain types of shows, types of bases, you know, a lot of them can be like 22 to 30, 35. Mm-hmm. And here I am talking about my kids and, you know, my just, you know like, 
You know, yeah. you may know some of them, right? <laughs> you might have gone to school with them, possibly, right? Yeah, exactly. You exactly. can relate to them. My, right, my, right. You don't relate to my perspective. No. You're on my kid's side of that no. joke. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you did you give anybody dad hugs? Like, <laughs> that's because right. they missed their parents. <laughs> but uh, so, but when we did shows with the officers, were there that that helped me a lot, right? The other two comics were actually. One comic was a lot younger, but but yeah, for me, when the officers were there, it was a little better because they're they're a bit older and and they all have families and stuff. So sure, sure, um, sure. But uh, but yeah, they were great, man. They were a lot of fun. So I, uh, I what did I do? I searched Kermit Apio on Amazon. I think it was. I don't know. I do. I put something I, put, I never would do. I put guest names in and any <laughs> all sort of besides Google, <laughs> eBay, Amazon, uh, Tinder, Netflix. Well, Tinder, obviously. <laughs> that's how that's how I get the real scoop. Um, and uh, <laughs> my goodness, well, what was I saying? No, uh, the um, I came up with. Uh, oh my god, I totally lost my train of thought here. First of all, while I'm thinking of that, describe that picture. Okay, so. Um, they had a they had a the Mariners yeah. had a promotion where it was the the J Rod section uh, Julio Rodriguez you got um, that on camera there you go okay so they had a, a Julio Rodriguez section and it was twenty five bucks and you got a, a J Rod T shirt and so that post basically the post basically says like when the T shirt is included in the ticket price uh, you lose money by not going. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got to go to the game. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just it's just simple economics, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it was great. It was in the it was in the uh, outfield. Um, oh, but Julio injured his wrist two days before, so so yeah, he didn't play on his day. No, he didn't. He didn't play. Yeah. The only thing is worse than that is when a team announces a bobblehead, <laughs> right. and then the players trade trade, it trade away. him away. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how I've seen that happen multiple times. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I guess we send these to. F- third world country or something <laughs> anyway i remember what i was going to bring up now yeah. uh so i searched you on amazon and that led to something on amazon prime and it was an episode of evening at the improv oh my gosh is that on prime yes <laughs> oh man yes what do you remember of that because i watched it i remember that janine Groffalo was on that episode yep i met janine Groffalo that day um and I mean, she wasn't famous by any, but she was kind of getting a lot of momentum at that point. This says it aired December twenty second, nineteen ninety two. Wow! Yeah, it was my. Um, it was my. Uh, it was weird because I got Evening at the Improv and Star Search with Ed McMahon in the in like within three months of each other. And man, I thought I was taken off. This is it, man. I am in like two national TV shows, and right? That's, and then it took like six years for another national TV show. <laughs> I, I did Louis Louis show. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Louis Anderson show. You did that Friday night thing or something, uh, right? It was called Comedy Showcase. Yeah, yeah. But but it was. It, I really thought, oh, this is it. I'm I'm on my way. Right, and right. Carson's knocking on the door. Had no idea how much work I still had. Yeah. Like it was it was amazing, but. But it was great. It did help my resume a lot because I went from very obscure Seattle, you know, occasionally headlining comic to two national TV credits. Yeah. Wow. It's on Prime. Oh my it, God. Is. <laughs> it is. I've tried not to watch that set. Uh, and not just because the material probably isn't very good, but, but because the Hawaiian mullet. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that was kind of a thing back then where, where you where you kind of grew the back part. Uh, and it, it doesn't hang like the mullet. It's more bushy. Yes. Yeah. You've seen it. You've seen it. It's uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hosted by Charles Dernan. Charles Dernan. Yeah. 
And featuring comedians Kermit Apio, John Malakoff, Jane okay. Garofalo, Pete DeRusho, and Joe Nipote. Nipote. Do you remember any of those names? No. I, I, Janine, obviously. I, I just remember she was on the episode. I don't. But I do remember, by the way, Charles Durning, who is, is known as this kind of serious actor, he had a nice little take where he said, um, he said, you know, our next comedian's from Hawaii. And then he made this little face like, oh, our next comedian's from Hawaii, but now lives in Seattle. And he, and he just made a face like, hmm, yeah. like why? You know, yes. why would he do that? And it got a laugh. Yeah. I was like, way to go, Charles Durning. You know? Honestly, Kermit, I was like, I was fast forwarding through his part. And then he was talking so long leading yeah. up to you. I'm like, yeah, maybe he, this is good. I'm going to go back. He was off script, by the way. That That's was, so yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. Because he just had my intro there. And I didn't. No, I was so nervous. I didn't know what he was doing. But when I watched it, I was like, oh, he was making some jokes about, you know, a Hawaiian guy moving to Seattle. Like, it was really, yeah, it was really good. Uh, and both the uh, announcer and Charles Durning, uh, Apio, Kermit Apio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I, I understand. Look, it's a name with more vowels and consonants. It's, you know, it's, I don't, I don't put any pressure on anybody on that, you know. You didn't get, you didn't get upset being on national TV. <laughs> right, right. But you just gave me a national TV chance. Pronounce my name right, you know. What um, did, what did, that show is so interesting. Just like how the, um, the format where it was like, they had a host that was like a non comedian celebrity, celebrity. A celebrity host, yeah. And then, you know, three, four, up and comers, yeah, basically, yeah. And I remember watching that show in high school. So f- to be on it was a really big deal for me. Oh sure, yeah. Oh sure. Like here's some of the names of the uh, celebrities from the season that you did, the celebrity hosts: uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor, <laughs> Morgan Fairchild, Ed Begley Jr. Who's still, you know, still celebrity, still working yeah, today, absolutely, still working today. Uh, what do we got here? Tawny Katane recently passed away. Yeah. Uh, Steve Land. We got a lot of dead people here. Steve Landisberg, <laughs> Nichelle Nichols, just yeah. this week. Yeah, passed away from Star Trek. Uh, Frankie Valley, Hector Elizondo, uh, Patty, o- Mary Hart, and then uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Wow, still a superstar. And then your show, Charles Durning. And Cheech Marin was the next week. Yes, and because uh, because uh, the the taping was right after ours. And oh, so, so yeah, so I got to see Cheech. And, oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know, so so the tradition is that you do your set, you walk off the center of the stage, down the aisle, take a right, and then Bud Friedman, who was the you know big guy of the improv, yes, yes, yes. he would shake your hand and hand you the improv game. So, I always thought, this is so cool. I'm gonna yeah. They had improv at a home game. It was a comedy based board game. Yeah, yeah, like it's so. So that was a tradition. So I thought I'm going to get to do that walk that I've watched, you know, famous comedians do. I get to walk down the thing and shake Bud's hand, and I get and I get I get the game. I'm it's like this. This is so great. I get to do the walk and do the game, and uh, and so they're telling me before the show. Okay, so when you say when you say good night, walk down the center, take a right, uh, shake Bud's hand. He's going to hand you a box. Walk, give the box back to the producer. <laughs> we didn't get the game. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, I, I don't get the game." He goes, "No, it's just an empty box." But but sh- he's going to show the box to the camera, hand it to you, shake his hand. Then as you walk out of camera shot, there will be a producer there. Just hand it back to the producer. And then we're going to record you saying how much fun you've had playing the game <laughs> yeah, that you've never right. played or opened. I was like, "Oh, okay." Jeez, it's like uh, getting a graduation. Yeah, no <laughs> diploma. It's empty. I know yeah. <laughs> it was. Wow! So, yeah, nobody got the game. As a matter of fact, there, there wasn't even multiple games. There's literally one box on the premises apparently because I had to hand it back. But was there a real game? Like, oh yeah, yeah, it... yeah. There was a board game which I actually thought I was going to get for free. 
So if I go on eBay later and we'll, we'll, we'll think I'll find a copy, we have of to this? find that game. Yeah, yeah. I want to see this game. Yeah, but, they, but he would hand he would hand the box to you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm looking at the time. Uh, okay. Is there anything else we should be talking about? I want to bring up um, uh, one more thing here. This is the thing I'm going to bring up to you. Uh, and compliment you that uh, last time you were here, it was still two years before Seattle was going to start with their hockey team. It had been announced, yes. and I brought up and I brought out a list of the names, and you had your pretty good you had a pretty good line about um, wow. calling them the Mariners. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Uh, okay, let me. We we should call the hockey team the Mariners. That way, we can say the sentence: "The Mariners are playing in October." Yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. Great stuff there. And wow. then I read the list, and when it, we got to Seattle Kraken, you were like, "Yeah, I like that one." And oh, that was that's the name awesome! They picked. That was awesome. Well, it was a great name. And then when they unveiled the um, uh, the colors, the logo, it's awesome. Yeah. It's it's great. And um, and I got to go to one of the games, which I didn't think would happen because it's such a hard ticket. A friend of mine had a had a tick a couple tickets with the company, and it's cool, man. The the pregame thing, and they drop the the octopus leg <laughs> comes down, and all the lights are. It's it's fun. They're they're not gonna be good for a while, but man, it's fun to watch. Yeah. I, hockey is not done justice on TV. When you mm-hmm. watch it live, you see like, oh, this is an amazing game. Completely right? agree. Yeah. For, like every level is better in person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and uh, but I I just remember watching it, just telling my friend, how do the ankles not explode? The way they move so fast and they stop on dimes, how yeah. do the ankles just not shatter? <laughs> like just... A lot of tape. Yes. Lot of tape yes. On that ankle. Uh, so yeah, we're really happy, it, and it's a it's a great audience. The 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 Kraken audience is 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 really they're awesome. So uh, yeah, it's fun, and I'm so glad I said that about the Kraken name because it is the great name. Yeah. And they nailed it, not just with the name, but how they did everything. It just it 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 everything works. Man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They did it right. They absolutely did it right. Some of these uh, new, you know. Uh, Expansion teams, relocations, new uniforms. I get like, <laughs> but they, they did it right. They, they did. I, I agree. Kermit, thank you. Uh, please uh, come back to Acme quicker than two or <laughs> well, three years. Well, let's see how monkeypox goes. Well, yeah, we'll base it on monkeypox. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thanks for having me.